Hello and welcome to One Perfect Week, a podcast documenting my ongoing efforts to get just one perfect Weight Watchers week. Of course, perfection isn't really the goal. The goal is to make forward progress and for healthy decisions one at a time to snowball into a healthy lifestyle overall. That's the goal. Thanks for coming along with me. I'm Ashley, and this is One Perfect Week. Hi. Oh man, it has been a minute since I last recorded an episode. It's been maybe a month, maybe even more, maybe less. I don't know. Time is a flat circle. Uh, right now, it's the first day of April. And I have probably just about maintained my weight for, since the last episode. I hit a low of 203. And as usual, that low sent me into like a spin out. I don't know why that happens. Um, I don't know if I like loosen up the reins on myself. I mean, I'm never that tight with the reins on myself, but when I hit something that I have been wanting to see, I don't, I don't know if I just think, okay, I got this, um, and do what I want or what it really is that happens. But since then it's been like, between 203 and 211, which is a big fluctuation. Um, and I don't know, my body, like week by week, tends to go up and down. I, it seems to like increments of 1.6. <laughs> so I'll be up 1.6 for a week and then down 1.6. And then obviously some other big jumps since uh, there's a big difference between 203 and 211. Um, But anyway, I am trying something new that is going to start tomorrow um, that I'm excited about. So I guess what I've been doing in the past month and part of why I haven't recorded is that I have not really been sticking to Weight Watchers. I was trying to move into just like purely doing intermittent fasting, kind of a one meal a day style. Um, Because I'm just not compliant with anything. There is a part of me that really likes to plan and really likes to write down a bunch of guidelines and things that I think I can do and should do and if I do them then I'll have the results I want but I don't have the part that then follows through <laughs> like that part of my personality doesn't exist um, so I really have to be I have to try different things and I have to recognize that right now I'm in a, a stage of my life where I have some extra resources um, and I'm going to try something that is expensive sort of I mean it is expensive it's a food, it's a meal prep or food meal delivery 
um, service called My Fit Foods. They came to Orange Theory, where I go, so I've continued on my exercise routine. Um, and anyway, this My Fit Foods sales rep came to Orange Theory last night, and um, I've been thinking about this for a while because I've seen other people on Instagram and things, particularly Orange Theory people, because there's a partnership um, who do this. And I've tried other meal delivery. I've tried meal kits, and I don't cook the food. <laughs> like, it just goes to waste. Um, I've tried meal delivery from another company called Stella's Kitchen that I really liked. Uh, they focus on, like, Whole30 or paleo or whatever um and that is good but it is very that one's very expensive and uh it's also like you get your delivery once a week and to me I get grossed out by food just sitting in my fridge for a week um and they're their packaging, that other company's packaging is like better for the environment, I'm sure, but it's like cardboard. So you can't even really put it in the freezer without, it's just kind of, I don't know, it was hard. So, but the difference with my fit foods is that there is free delivery in Portland where I live, um, on orders over $50. So I could get two different orders in a week and then my food only has to last three or four days which is fine. Like I can handle that, you know? Um, and then the other thing that I like about this one is that I am picky about my meat. Um, and I'm never going to want to eat meat off a bone and, uh, just things like that. And this, the menu here makes a lot of sense to me nutritionally, but then it also looks like things I'm going to not be forcing myself to eat <laughs> we'll see but there's a lot of like shredded meat and things and I prefer that like I just if I have a big chunk of meat I'm kind of like oh, I'm a baby I don't know how to eat that I don't want to so I'm excited I did this first time because I didn't realize that I could get two deliveries in a week um I did order just a week full of food uh but the other thing is that, you know, I get 20% off with my Orange Theory membership and a week's worth of food, so seven days of breakfast, lunch, dinner, and two snacks, which are, they're reasonably sized snacks. Um, it comes out to like $192, which is a lot. And I'm also still going to have to figure out what my son's eating because he won't eat this stuff. Um... But he is not like me with food. He, I may have mentioned before, I have a 12 and a half year old son. And he's really picky about food, but he does not derive like joy or excitement from food. He doesn't need it for that purpose. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just going to have to like once a week check in with him on what things do you want to make sure we have in the house this week. And he'll fend for himself. Um, so... That's a luxury, too, in addition to being able to afford to, to eat like this. Um, so the other thing that's going to be a big shift for me that I think will be good is that, you know, potentially I could still lump 
these three meals and two snacks into, you know, four hours of the day or whatever and still be doing an intermittent fasting type of thing. Because that's the point with intermittent fasting. Like, you're not supposed to eat one meal a day that's a third of the food you should eat. You're really supposed to eat all of your food just in a a shorter window. So I may do that, but I'm also just going to try what they suggest, which is like eating every few hours. I haven't done that in a really long time. And I think, you know, my gym was closed for a while, three months or something, um, during this last wave of pandemic closures. And I stayed active. And so when I went back, um, my Orange Theory classes, I felt like I had gotten more fit. And, you know, it was easy to do what I was supposed to in my classes, but now I'm realizing, like, no, they just designed them to ease people back in. Like, now we are to classes that kick my ass. Like, I used to just leave drenched in sweat. And I had a class yesterday that was like that, and like where I thought maybe I was going to throw up, and like, you know, really doing these like jump squats where like jump squats, typical ones where you just squat and jump in between. I don't, I claim my 39 years of age and rickety knees and just go up to my toes. Like I don't jump, but we were doing something yesterday where you were supposed to like jump and rotate 90 degrees and the alternate exercise was just involved like squatting then pivoting then squatting again and I was like you know if this is about my knees the pivoting is like riskier than just jumping um because <laughs> it was awkward and I just felt I don't know it was taking me longer and whatever so I was doing these <laughs> rotating jump squats and I really like did reach that point of just my muscles being like no we're done and my heart rate was like up in the red zone the orange theory red zone for like 20 minutes of this class <laughs> and it did not it was it was hard so you know and I haven't been careful about my food and I was thinking like I don't feel fueled I don't feel good. Um, so I'm going to just try this method of eating breakfast, eating a snack, eating lunch, eating a snack, eating dinner, um, and see how that goes. See how it feels in my workouts, see what my weight does, see what my sleep does. Because the other thing is that I've been, you know, if I, when I'm doing intermittent fasting, I can't start, I can't do my meal or my window of eating toward the morning because I won't stop but I can push it and then you know if I have not eaten for a long time but then I have orange theory in the evening I don't want to eat till after that because of like you know not wanting to have digestive (laughs) considerations during my public workout class um so anyway, then I'm eating late and going to bed and not being able to sleep and having like, I've been having heartburn lately, like, which I don't ever, I don't usually have stuff like that. So anyway, I'm off track and 
I'm hopeful that this can get me back on track. And there is nutritional information included in all these meals. They're fresh. They're not frozen. Um, they're made here, sourced here locally. Um, so there, since there's nutritional information, I'm still going to plug the things into the Weight Watchers app and see where I am at with points. Um, just because I think that's interesting. And I think it's another, I think as many tools as I can use to check if I'm on track. Um, the more tools, the better, I guess. So that's that. I'm going to do at least 21 days. Um, they, they have a 21-day challenge. So I'm going to do that. And hopefully I'll get down below... 200 pounds. <laughs> I would say that I am feeling differences in my body. Um, my legs are more muscular slash less flabby. Like I, I'm sitting crisscross applesauce right now and there used to just be kind of like a flap, you know, at the top of my thigh. It's like side butt <laughs> or whatever. And I don't have that. Um, and things, but unfortunately, where I'm noticing the changes is not like my glamour spots where I just want to be thinner. Um, that fat hangs on the most. So, like I'll say, I have noticed that the shape of my arms and stuff is different. Like we were doing medicine ball tricep dips or tricep, I don't know what you call them. So, my arms are up over my head and then going bending at 90 degrees back behind my head and coming back up and I was noticing like my arms are less fat and more straight liney and have less you know quintuple neck million chin um <laughs> and things like that so the parts that I care about are improving but only marginally I don't feel great um I love you too, honey. I'm recording a podcast episode. Well, <laughs> that's okay. Love you. Uh, there's my son. Um, yeah, so I... I don't know. I want some real results. I've got a dumb situation in my personal life that I'm feeling at a real turning point about. Um, as I've mentioned before, I have been in love with someone for a lot of years, and I know on some level that this person's, like, semi-rejection of me does not have to do with my body and my weight. Um, first of all, I have just really asked <laughs> at different points in our relationship, um, and this person's answer is always like, you're beautiful and I am attracted to you and it has nothing to do with that and for you to believe that is, you know, disregards a great many things that have happened between us <laughs> and you know and that person has also been really, really supportive and impressed by like the discipline that I'm showing and working out and things like that and um 
but anyway, with we have not seen each other um, throughout the pandemic. Uh, we hadn't talked for two years before coronavirus started, and we had been we had been dating slash close friends for the three years before that, um, and then when the pandemic, you know, started about a month in, everybody was kind of joking on Twitter, like, time to text your ex. And I had done that. And, you know, we have been incredibly close, you know, sometimes talking daily, sometimes not, um, for this entire year. And, I had a lot of anxiety about the end of the need to socially distance because first of all, when you want to be in a relationship with someone, you know, romantic one, and they don't want to, sometimes it's hard to be around that person, you know, physically. And so I was thinking like, man, this has worked really well for me to just not have that as an option. So the reason it's really not been an option is that the person has health concerns and then has also been living with their, like, or having their mom live with them who is old enough that, that coronavirus, you know, to be in like a higher risk category. Um, but also, you know, I have not wanted to. (laughs) And so then he got a first vaccination and we started talking about seeing each other and, I wound up, you know, getting a first vaccination as well, and it could happen anytime now, and we talked about it, and he doesn't want to, or maybe that's not what's going on, I don't, I'm not, it's very unclear, there's a lot of mixed messages going on, and push and pull, and in the past, like, it was so important to me to be close, and to, like, maintain a connection that anything would be okay with me like you want me to promise that I'm not going to be sad regardless of what happens like sure I'll I will promise that and I will do anything to make sure that's true I will not be a problem for you sir you know <laughs> and I'm just not feeling that way now I'm like you know no like we have real muddy boundaries and I have desires and I if I'm sad it is your problem too. Like the same way that that the same way that I have been it's hard to explain without, you know, giving a bunch of details about our relationship and our circumstances and as individuals, etc. But like I'm a really supportive fucking awesome person who's bringing a lot to the table and you know, I don't deserve to feel like potentially my feelings are a problem. Um, so anyway, I had, I think that part of my last month stalling on the weight loss was this feeling of like, you, you missed it. You missed your chance. You're not skinny yet. And you're going to have to see this person and you're not going to feel how you wanted to. So just forget it. Eat some ice cream, you know? Um, but now that we're not seeing each other again, I feel again, like it's my thing. Um, I want to feel a way for me. I want to feel good about myself for me. 
I want to do it on the time schedule that it happens on. Um, and that's good enough and kind of exciting. So yeah, um, the other part that I wanted to talk about today, it's the middle of my work day and I should really do some work, but I am working through this book by Russell Brand that is called Recovery, Freedom from Our Addictions. And I first listened to it as an audiobook through the library and it is totally charming and wonderful to hear him read out loud. Um, Russell Brand is funny and charming. Um, but I, after I listened to it as an audiobook, I went ahead and bought the physical copy because there are a lot of kind of like worksheety things um, and questions, ex- exercises. So I don't know. I was thinking about talking through um, the different talking through each steps exercises as they come up and when I'm looking at this right now I'm 20 minutes in and I think about how long it would take me to do this and I think that next I will say that next podcast which may even be recorded later today will be this I'll work through the step one exercises with you um it's just maybe like 12 questions about step one, which, you know, it's, it's the Alcoholics Anonymous 12 steps, but they can be applied to lots of things. Um, and step one is just admitting that you have a problem and that your life has become unmanageable. Or as Russell Brand uh, translates the step, he says, step one is, are you a bit fucked? <laughs> so that is coming up next. Um, anyway, thank you for listening and thank you. I, uh, the number of listens has been ticking up, um, while in my absence <laughs> and, uh, I appreciate that and I'm excited to continue, you know, sharing with you guys. I think part of me has been worried about judgment because, I said I set this up as a Weight Watchers related podcast and Weight Watchers has not been holding my attention and I don't want to discourage anyone who's having success and I don't want to hear from people that the things that I am trying are not going to work. <laughs> so anyway, thank you for for listening and I'm going to keep doing my best and I will talk to you soon. this has been one perfect week. Thank you so much for listening. If you want more or you just want to say, Hey, you can find me on Instagram at one.perfect.week.